0: Hey everyone, what's cooler than a ninja? If you grew up in the 80s, you played your fantasy, you did your role playing in the 80s, into the 90s, ninjas showed up in things. I've, I've mentioned before a ninja shows up in Death Trap Dungeon, there's that early picture and then a, a much better picture of the ninja when you face him later on. Ah, oh, it popped my head off, as, my, as Jonah would say, that's Jonah's expression, Pop popped my head off when I saw that. Um... Ninja Turtles, I I don't care what people say, they're amazingly cool. What's cooler than a ninja? Um, I'm trying to think of iconic, cool things from my childhood. I was born in 78, so we're thinking late 80s into uh, tweens, into the early 90s. Maybe a Terminator, maybe a Terminator versus a ninja, that'd be a fight. All of this pirates versus ninja stuff people talk about now. Who cares? Pirates got no chance. Pirates are cool. They got no chance against ninjas. Pump action shotgun. I think the only thing cooler than the the ninja weapons and throwing stars was a pump action shotgun. Other people have that obsession with pump action shotguns around the age of thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. And he's got a pump action shotgun. Well I saw the Remington Room Sweeper. That sort of pump pistol that there is in Shadow Run. I wanted to play Shadowrun for so long. Just for that, just for the Remington Room Sweeper and, of course, the retractable blades, those cyber blades. Saw a picture of those. Coolest thing in the world. Maybe then a Ninja that's actually a Terminator. It's got retractable wrist blades and also has a pump-action shotgun. That'd be pretty cool. I'll play one of them in my next game.
1: Shout out of the cold and listen how the story's told From fairy tales to happenstance, the dice rule every random chance Take off your coat and stay a while, we'll rolling that deep percent time
0: All right, so ninja season continues. Just got a bunch of call-ins today. There's a whole lot of ninja wisdom being expressed here. I don't feel um, much need to respond in, in detail to a lot of these. They speak for themselves. Very pleased to receive them. Ninja season will continue. But for now, on with the call-ins.
2: Hi, Dave. Gordon Senchman here, just listening to all your ninja stuff. And it really reminded me of back in the day... Uh, when we when our group got the oriental adventures guide from t s r for a d and d uh, and in that there's uh, all all different kind of um you can build your own martial arts style i spent i remember spending far too much time trying to optimize that to you know get the mega eagle punch or whatever it was um but also um there was back in the day there was a podcast called roll for initiative it 's now closed but uh one of those episodes reviewed um the carateur setting. And they had on that on that show the person who researched it all. Um, I can't remember if it's good or not, but from a research point of view, that might be of interest. Um, I believe, looking on the internet here, it's uh, volume three, issue one, three, one. Anyway, just a thought might be of interest. Cheers. Bye. Yeah,
0: thanks, Goblin's Henchman, for this call. Really appreciate it. it gives me an opportunity to clarify something very important: ninjas and research. I don't really think we need those in the same sentence. <laughs> I mean you know I was I was a bookish child, weren't we all? I was a bit of a bookish child. I've still got on my shelf from my ninja phase, uh which has gone on far too long really. Does it has it ended? No. Um but from from very many years ago I've got a whole shelf full of books of, you know, the historical ninja with varying degrees of uh academic integrity these books but uh yeah we all became i mean some with some kids it was dinosaurs or <laughs> cars with me it was ninjas i knew it all um but that's not what ninjas are is it ninjas are the, they're the myth they're the ninja myth they walk between the raindrops they're invisible intangible unerring in their dogged determination to bring you down. they got mystic powers. I don't care about the historical ninja. I don't want research. Unless research, of course, is absorbing every bit of coolness from every... (laughs) From every obscure ninja B movie that you can find, that's the kind of research I like <laughs> the minute a game says we have carefully researched this game for historical accuracy you'll get the authentic ninja you'll get the you'll get the authentic you know romano British Arthur who wants the authentic romano British King Arthur, not me, I want Excalibur. <laughs>
3: Hey Dave, this is Rob from Confessions of a Wee uh, Thanks very much. Uh, thank you to, thank you and thank you to Joe for um, delivering some lovely descriptions of pictures and having a nice chat about ninjas. It was ninja tastic. I think, I think we really were totally into the ninjas in the eighties, and uh, I think you're bringing a, a lot of that stuff back with your with your uh, interesting discussion. Of the topic. Also uh, interesting to hear about uh, the second edition kits because I, I don't think I've read the book um, I do I did play a bit of Oriental Adventures first edition so it'd be it sounds there's a lot of uh, overlap th- between those two kind of uh, systems particularly how they do the uh, martial arts, hard soft and hard soft and uh, sort of doing it yourself anyway I look forward to t- uh, hearing more as we go along All right talk to you later bye bye
1: Dave, dude, I am loving your ninja series, man. Keep it up. I think it's fantastic. Call in with a story I thought you might appreciate. So I was going to let you know about the ninja class from Pathfinder First Edition, which is unsurprisingly just like a rogue. And then it dawned on me that they don't get any sort of martial arts or hand-to-hand combat expertise. So I was thinking like, holy crap, that's weird, they should, could you do it? And so I just spent probably close to two hours uh, on the Pathfinder SRD, looking at feats, looking at feat trees and feat combos and seeing if I could put something together. And after after all that time, I think it's possible, but I don't think they'd be any good till probably like, I don't know, fifth level, fifth level they'd start to get pretty good anyway man Pathfinder, Pathfinder is nuts dude peace out
0: thanks many on for the call in glad you're enjoying it and thanks Joe yeah actually so I've got the Pathfinder book on my shelf played a lot of third edition 3.5 um had a big clear I had all the books and I had a big clear out at one point uh and sold pretty much all of them off because I decided I wasn't going to play 3rd edition again kept my Pathfinder rulebook which I hadn't really looked at very much I did then, I played in one very brief Pathfinder campaign I think we only did 2 or 3 sessions uh, where we were told to stick to the book and I had been mucking around with the SRD and had found the ninja (laughs) I found the ninja class and I really, really hassled it's not in the core book I really, really hassled to play the ninja um had a lot of fun with it, even though uh the setting we were playing in a sort of stone age setting, so so we had to reskin everything obviously my my throwing knives were just little 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 bits of flint that I was chucking around um and I had good fun not being a ninja whilst playing the ninja class <laughs> We didn't play it for very long, so I couldn't really um yeah, that's not really a good indicator of how well it played. Um, I'm a terrible, awkward player. I mentioned that a couple of episodes again. I'd hate to GM me. (laughs) But I wasn't going to play if I couldn't be the ninja. (laughs) Um, Same with with Jason's Not Bushido game. He said there'd be no ninjas. I said, all right then. But I still played it like a ninja. (laughs) Speaking of Not Bushido, here he is, the man himself.
4: Hey Dave, Jason here. Thank you so much for the ninja episode on ninjas and super spies. Great episode. You know, playing was always interesting. That you know, we even played fantasy. There were different martial arts for each OCC, so you had hand to hand, longbowman, and hand to hand mercenary, and hand to hand soldier, and they were all different. You know, there's a whole page or two of all these martial arts. You know, for level one to twenty or whatever, with each one slightly different. You know, hand-to-hand thief, hand-to-hand assassin. Everybody had their own hand-to-hand skill with different modifiers at each level. So, very interesting. Um, but great. And really enjoying the series. Looking forward to the next installment. Hey Dave, Jason here. Enjoyed the second edition Ninja book that you reviewed? It, you know, like the Shaw Brothers movies, you'll see ninjas acting in packs. You know, because they're facing that superior Chinese kung fu. Um, and then Peckinpah, Sam Peckinpah, legendary action director. I don't think they had a very high opinion ninjas. If you go back to his famous The Killer Elite. I know there's a newer movie Jason Statham called Killer Elite. Totally different movie. But the original movie, you have Burt Ward. You remember him as Paulie from the Rocky movies, the kind of drunk, alcoholic, abusive friend drunk alcoholic the drunk abusive friend Adrian's brother well he beats up ninjas in the killer elite so you know they're not very tough in the Sam Peckinpah world but yeah in the most part I agree with your characterization of ninjas in movies though the AD&D version it's the ninja where it's a you know the started in Oriental Adventures, where it's a, like a secret identity and they have two classes and ninjas like the secret class and all is interesting I wonder how many people, how that actually worked in, you know, in real life, in, in real games. I'd be interested to hear some stories of people that played those games with a ninja who actually kind of hit their ninja identity, you know? Kind of like a secret Batman kind of thing. I'd, I'd be interested to hear that. Um, you're not wrong. The thieves and assassins are kind of the ninjas of the D&D world already, though, right? So, I don't know. I look forward to the next entry in your list. I apologize for the background noise, I'm driving home in the rain, so talk to you later. Hey Dave, Jason here. Um, Excited to know the Ninja episode's coming. And as far as Mud Harbor goes, you know, I appreciate the desire to get us the physical copies in hand prior to the PDFs, but I think everybody understands the situation. And the the plus of getting the PDFs out first, if you have to do that, is that way the backers, I mean, those of us that know you know that you are good for it anyway. But it it shows the backers that don't know you as well. It it shows them that you know it's the product's done and everything. And I think everybody understands the issues with the world shipping situation right now. So, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't lose any sleep over that. I wouldn't feel bad about that. I mean, I, I appreciate all the work you put into the. Into the zine and you know some things are just beyond your control so either way i think it'll be okay take care
3: hey dave i had to laugh when uh, joe suggested a gang of ninjas i mean i instantly got that image in my head and i can't think of any specific examples of it but i would imagine that it's something from the super spy genre Um, using ninjas as kind of dispatchable henchmen just to show how cool your super spy is that he can deal with a whole gaggle of come-at-me-bro ninjas. And, yes, I couldn't think of a more inappropriate use of them. But, uh, yeah, (laughs) that had me chuckling.
0: Cheers, Jason. Cheers, Spencer. Yeah, the Palladium... I really enjoyed that. At the level that it was in Palladium Fantasy, I really enjoyed that. It was, it was something different and quirky that I hadn't seen before. I can't remember how many. Yeah, you had 20 levels, didn't you? Um, and for each level. Yeah, I remember that. Each class basically had its own melee level progression table with little different little phillips you got at different stages and that was quite fascinating and enjoyable when ninjas and super spies just kind of multiplies that to the nth degree more options more detail but to the point where you just as i mentioned before you just can't see any rhyme or reason (laughs) to the differences between the martial arts styles um but it's all good fun yeah and then spencer and jason both dealing with that uh yeah the one the one ninja many ninjas problem yeah about super spies i mean i just chuckle away when i see sean connery or roger moore defeating armies of ninjas never gonna happen never gonna happen their their kung fu just just isn't isn't strong enough i remember i mean i (laughs) i think i fell off my seat in the last samurai i mean the last samurai is a pretty cool film Tom Cruise gets his martial arts up in there. There's, one, I mean, there's one fight where they, they absolutely know how cool it is when all of his training kicks in. And he gets attacked and uh, it's so cool they show it about four times over from different shots, you know, (laughs) different angles, real John Woo type stuff (laughs) because they just know how cool it is. Um, But there's a point sort of much earlier in the film where somehow Tom Cruise uh, valiantly (laughs) fights off a whole bunch of ninjas. Oh, I can't believe that I went to see Last Samurai. And there they were, just armies of ninjas running across the rooftops. I shout at all my mates going, I can't believe it. Look at this <laughs> There's ninjas running across the rooftops. He's he's fighting them off. He's pushing him down. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, how we laughed. But uh, yeah, that definitely um I th- I th- I think um, that's, that's sort of the sense the kids have got. I think they've seen some, some kids' TV where the, where the baddies were just these armies of incompetent ninjas. Um, and I just like the idea of this collective noun of ninjas, just like they're, um, it's like they're some kind of animal, you know, lots of ninjas. They're not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not people in clothes, are they? They're just a particular kind of creature. Anyway, I've got a call here from Jeff. Time of all dooms, which I think just absolutely nails that particular point. So thanks very much for the call in Jeff and take it away.
5: Hey Dave, it's Jeff. I was just enjoying your episode 168, your second of your ninja uh book reviews with your son and that is just that is gold man that is so good i i specifically really love his descriptions of the pictures and what's going on um it, it really it matches i think the tone of a lot of that artwork so well that it reminds me of my childhood and being you know uh 10 or 12 or whatever and looking through those dnd books and just being astounded but at the end when he said that uh that he really enjoyed doing that with you man that's that's one you got to you got to clip that out and keep that um that's gold cuz later on in life they get to the point where they don't like being around anybody uh especially their parents anyway um hope you're doing well stay safe i also thought that there was a uh, an inverse ninja rule which was that If you had a ninja, he was probably uh, super uh, lethal and deadly and super-powered. But if you had like a hundred ninja, they were essentially uh, stormtroopers from uh, the Star Wars saga and couldn't hit anything. I thought it was the, the number of, you know, it was an inverse power law there.
0: I love ninjas so much. There's more ninja episodes to come. I'll hopefully get Joe in on some of them kids just aren't quite there yet I can't quite start inflicting um, ninja cinema on them they're just not (laughs) not quite of the age yet but that would be quite good fun actually doing some episodes where I gradually expose them to the the key reference points of ninja culture Um, I love ninjas so much there will be more there will be more ninjas thanks for my call-ins the ninja clan today were goblins henchmen Many on, Joe Richter, Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast, Free Thrall, and Jeff, Tome of All Dooms. Keep them coming, and keep well, everybody.
2: Thank you for listening. If you'd like to contact Dave, please leave a message on Anchor, email dpercentile at gmail.com, or find him on Twitter at d underscore percentile.